Today is Tuesday, December 12th, 2023, and this is Star Wars in the News. Star Wars The Mandalorian Season 4 is rumored to become a movie. That's right, The Mandalorian might be getting a movie rather than another season of television. After three seasons on Disney+, Plus, The Mandalorian may be making the leap to the silver screen. A new report making the rounds to online suggests that Din Djarin himself, betrayed by Pedro Pascal and friends, might be getting a movie in place of a fourth season. That much comes from the Hollywood insider Jeff Snyder, who says as such a movie could be a result of the writers and actor strikes earlier this year. Snyder took to the latest episode of his Hot Mike podcast to say that word making its way across town says a Mandalorian movie will be released before the Ray, something reportedly starting to roll cameras by next summer. Disney hasn't set any dates for neither of the movies. It'd be a recent development should these reports prove accurate given the Mandalorian creator Jon Favreau previously said he'd already written all of season 4. Season 4? Yeah, I've written it, Favreau says. We have to know where we're going to tell a fully formed story. We had mapped it out, producer Dave Filoni and I. Slowly, you start to write each episode. I was writing it during post-production. All of it has to feel like a continuation and one full story, Favreau added. Dave's doing Ahsoka, which I'm producing with him. He's the writer and showrunner on that. To understand what's happening on other shows, Skeleton Crew all take place within the same Star Wars time period. That's a lot more things than we've got to keep in mind. And also, stuff that we've built up from previous seasons of The Mandalorian as well. It's not clear if this movie is the same movie Dave Filoni is directing, one that was initially set to tie Disney Star Wars Plus shows together. In other news, Thrawn creator Timothy Zahn hopes to fill the gaps between Rebels and Disney Plus live-action sequel. Author Timothy Zahn created Admiral Thrawn in his critically acclaimed Heir to the Empire trilogy, but the villain didn't make his official canon debut until Disney's XD Star Wars Rebels. Dave Filoni certainly paid homage to what Zahn had done, but at the same time put his own spin on the character. Later, the writer was enlisted by Lucasfilm Publishing to flesh out the new Thrawn, expanding on his history with the Chiss ascendancy and revealing that he joined the Empire to better serve his people. We're not sure how much attention Filoni has paid to those ideas. While he's a fan of Zahn's work, those concepts have yet to be explored on screen and Thrawn has thus far been portrayed as a relatively straightforward imperial villain. The author recently took part in a Talking Thrawn panel in Twin Cities Con in Minneapolis and offered his take on Ahsoka's portrayal of his most iconic creation. Based on some insights shared by StarWarsNews.net, Zahn is a fan of Ahsoka's take on Thrawn and remains resolute in his opinion, the villain continues to act in the interests of the Chiss ascendancy and his beliefs the New Republic won't help him is why restoring the Empire is the only hope. He understandably left the rest of Ahsoka's Thrawn-related plot holes well enough alone, but revealed he's desperate to fill in some of the gaps between the events of Rebels and Ahsoka with new books exploring what happened after he and Edra Bridger found themselves stranded on Peridia. The show didn't give us much as a single flashback, so allowing Zahn to add 
some much-needed context would be not bad thing and may well be what Filoni is building to. Now, in really exciting news, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is still rumored to be in action. That's right. The Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is still in production. However, given that we have not seen anything new about the game since the mysterious teaser was revealed back in 2021, it seems unlikely that the RPG will be ready anytime soon. Coming courtesy of Saber Interactive and Lucasfilm Games, the Knights of the Old Republic remake is intended to offer a revamped and modernized version of the original game which was first released back in 2003. Regarded as one of the best RPG games ever made by fans, Bioware's original sci-fi adventure paved the way for modern player-driven and narratively rich titles like Mass Effect and Baldur's Gate 3. The RPG's sparkling writing, memorabilia companions, and surprisingly nuanced takes on the light side and the dark side of the Star Wars universe gave fans a lot to think about. Set thousands of years before the movies, Knights of the Old Republic follows the story of the mysterious force user who finds himself stuck between the Galactic Republic and the Sith Armada and the malevolent Darth Malak. The undoubtedly gripping Knights of the Old Republic aged graphics do make playing it a hard sell in the 2020s. Fortunately, this remake intends to give the game a facelift without changing any of the fundamental aspects of the plot, which I am glad to hear. If any of you have played that, my favorite character in that whole thing was Darth Malgus. Disney Plus Star Wars The Acolyte is unlike anything of other Star Wars TV shows and movies headed to Disney Plus. Set during the High Republic era, around a century before the events of the Phantom Menace and later the Skywalker Saga, it'll show the Jedi Order at the height of its power. It'll also put followers of the dark side of the Force front and center for the first time of its story, paving the way of Emperor Palpatine's grab for power in the prequel trilogy. We know that Disney Plus series, which is being helmed by... Rushin's Dolls' Leslie Headland will be a greater focus on its female characters than any previous trip to George Lucas's famous galaxy far, far away. In short, expect the unexpected when this Star Wars show drops sometime next year. Even so, when in the million-dollar question Skeleton Crew, which wrapped up in January, and Andor Season 2 also primed to make the hyperspace jump onto the world's best streaming services in 2024, the latter of those is the final throws of the full production, with some of these scenes yet to be shot. If Andor's next outgoing ends up being Star Wars Late 2024 offering because of its production schedule, the Acolyte and Skeleton Crew's release will depend on which one is ready to go first. Our guess, the Acolyte, based on the fact we know more about it, it is likely to be the first of those three series to launch, meaning we could see it sometime in early 2024. And here is this this week's Star Wars in History. In 2008 in Singapore, Lucasfilm Animation issues two different sets of chopsticks. The Empire Strikes Back opens for the first time in Highland in 1980. Also in 1980, The Empire Strikes Back opens for the first time in Germany and Austria. In 1975, 20th Century Fox officially greenlights Star Wars. In 1977, Star Wars opens for the first time in Venezuela. In 1977, Star Wars opens for the first time in Holland, and in 1977, Dark Horse begins a new Star Wars ongoing series of comics, something absent from the comic market since the Marvel run ended in 1986, Star Wars Dark Empire. That's a look at Star Wars in the news. Until next time, may the Force be with you.